The first review I have up here is You'll laugh, you'll cry. I'm really excited to read it. Season's greetings! Welcome to this week's episode of The Christmas Cracker, a Christmas film podcast where we discuss the absolute best and worst movies. Christmas movies, not just movies. <laughs> Christmas movies that the world has to offer. We have one niche. Yeah, we do be movies. <laughs> and who knows, one day we may find the world's truest Christmas Cracker. I'm not repeating that, so... Yeah, we'll fuck it, it's fine. That's it. Uh, my name's Kate, and I'm here with my co-host. Sam, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Good evening, good afternoon. Uh, welcome to the second part of this week's uh, upload. <laughs> <laughs> I was like the second week. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, so manic week last week. So you notice that with this upload is uh, last week's one, which is supposed to be last week, but it's this week. But hey ho, it's all adventure action time, and they're all stupid movies. So it doesn't matter. Listen, uh, we picked we picked action because September is a busy month where everything gets back into action. Yeah, you should have expected this. <laughs> Literally, it's gone from zero we're to ninety. So, we're so on brand. <laughs> can't even remember my own name sometimes uh so <laughs> this week is santa with muscles released in 1996 starring hulk hogan i would just like to preface this episode yes, let's with, do that. i do not stand for hulk hogan in any no. form i do not stand for anything he believes in or says or represents or anything like that yeah um i think a lot of his views are incorrect and wrong and i think some of the things he does makes him a very bad person but... I, I concur. I just, Kate, Kate was using I there. I just want to point Oh, out. sorry. Yeah, no, we, we, we. Just in case anyone's like, wow, Sam has some really like. Sam puts in, it's like, before we start, I'd just like to say that I agree with everything Hulk Hogan's ever said, and I'm a big fat racist. Salad. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Hulk Hogan is the main uh, actor in this movie don't endorse Hulk Hogan or anything like that no. just want to put that out there um but it's very it hard to find of... movies where there are un- entirely unproblematic people nowadays yeah also this movie is fucking crazy and it's a great one to talk about on this podcast because it's yeah. B-movie central it's exactly the kind of shit we do yeah so that's where we're at and just to, if, if it helps we watched it on YouTube so no money went to him <laughs> We didn't if buy anything. We're thieves. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't upload it onto YouTube. I just watched sure. it on a public but, entity. But that's that's like saying I didn't do the bad thing. I just watched it. Yeah. Well, there was no stopping it. It's already there. What am I going to do? Report it? I'm not a snitch. <laughs> even YouTube. I, even if you reported to YouTube, I imagine YouTube would be like, "Well, I don't give a fuck." Yeah, YouTube's like, "This movie's all nobody's paying for it anyway." Nobody's paying for it anyway. Who cares? <laughs> Um, anyway, so this week is Santa with Muscles, Ooh. which is one of those movies where the title is said in the movie, which I yeah. thought was very funny. Uh, Santa with Muscles is a 1996 American Christmas comedy film starring Hulk Hogan and directed by John Marlowski. It was released for two weeks in cinemas. Two weeks. Uh, it stars Hulk Hogan, uh, Don Stark as Lenny, Robin Curtis as Leslie. Uh, it also has a young Mila Kunis in it. Um, and it also has Brenda Song from... You may know her from Sweet Lack of Zack and Cody as London Tipton. Who was she in it? Susan, it says. Who was Susan? I think she might have been the... Child? Re- reporter. No. <gasps> the she reporter was! Woman. Oh, yeah. I totally missed that. Yeah. Uh, so it's it, uh, a wild... Cast? cast yeah. uh, also uh, Ed Beagley Jr. as uh, Ebner Frost and Steve Valentine as Dr. Blight so there's a lot of um, well known actors if you will in this movie mm-hmm. uh, the film was released on the 8th of November 1996 uh, the film garnered $120,000 in the box office receipts during its opening weekend and grossed a total of $220,000 during its two week run uh, film critic Emmanuel Levi gave the film a score of 2 out of 5 uh, in Variety described Santa with Muscles as a weakling of comedy and thought that Hogan's performance was lacking the charisma of his previous work such as Suburban Commando 
uh, Leiden Pan, the direction in particular, stating, Working from an irredeemably bland screenplay, John Murlowski directs with all the enthusiasm of someone going through the motions to pay off a debt. Chris Hicks, writing the Discreet News, stated the films such as Santa with Muscles makes the films like Jingle All the Way look better, and said that Hulk Hogan makes Arnold Schwarzenegger seem like Lawrence Olivier. Uh, Marianne Johnson of Flick Philosopher called it a deeply awful comedy, and believe me, it's even dumber than it sounds. Wow. Uh, reception for Santa with Muscles has continued to be negative as of December 2011 it was listed at number 62 on IMDb's bottom 100 movies it was listed as number 43 of 50 worst children's films by Total Film and was included in Virgin Media's list of worst Christmas movies the film was also included on Atlantic City Weekly's list of worst holiday films, ranking third behind Santa Claus Conquers the Martians and the Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh, we should do the Star Wars Holiday Special one day. Oh, you're not going to know what the fuck's going on, but don't worry, because no one else does either. Amazing. Uh, due to Hogan's starring role, the film has been featured on the website WrestleCrap, which mm. acts as a hall of shame for the worst gimmicks and storylines in pro wrestling history. When Golden Globe nominee Mila Kunis, who made her film debut, was asked about the film in 2011 by GQ magazine, she said, I was too young to fully understand the importance of working with Hulk Hogan. I just thought he was this huge man. While comparing the film to American Psycho 2, in which she co-starred with William Shatner. Wow. Um, if we pop over to some reviews from IMDb oh sorry I should probably tell you what the rating is so it's currently 2.6 out of 10 on IMBD um, and it has a score of 22% on Rotten Tomatoes uh, that is purely an audience score there has been no critic review shocking absolutely shocking yeah um, Amnesia makes a mean health food tycoon think he's Santa Claus especially when it comes to a local orphanage Wow, if that doesn't Just leave it at that. Baby. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that was Christmas cracker, uh, guys. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> um, okay, so this is uh, you'll laugh, you'll cry. This is one out of ten stars. Amazing. Uh, you'll laugh, you'll cry, and then you will reach for the nearest dull razor or butter knife on your property and attempt to gouge your eyeballs out. Oh, okay. I've heard through word of mouth. Yeah, I thought it was good. I was like, oh, there. Kate, I, thought, I don't know if that's I, a. Yeah, I thought I might have to stop myself. I was like, well, maybe I'll, maybe I'm not. Uh, but no, guide your eyeball, eyeballs out. That's fine. Just blind yourself. Uh, I've heard through word of mouth how awful this film was, which inspired me to make a bid for it on an internet auction. I should have known I was in over my head when free or best offer was the opening bid. Paintball with the cops, fierce battle using styrofoam candy canes, exploding crystals, an orphanage with only three kids. This movie has it all. If you have the opportunity to give this one as a gift, go for it. That lucky someone in your life will be begging for coal this coming holiday season. Excellent. Uh, how long are you? Oh no, you just say the plot. We don't want that. That's our job. No, that's my job. <laughs> uh, nose bleedingly bad. The worst ever. Please kill me. Oh, well. <laughs> Ooh, some very dark reviews this week. <laughs> this just goes to show that Hogan is a bad on the big. Oh, is as bad on the big screen as he is in the squared circle. How the film could ever have been commissioned is beyond belief. I hope someone was fired or even tortured for the production of this film. It is only a shame that the scoring system on the vote doesn't start at zero because one is far too good for this film. This goes to show that Hogan should never allow to make any films ever, ever again. Thank you for the time. Oh, God. <laughs> I won't read the last one. <laughs> the, the last bit's bad. Thank you for your time. Good night. Uh, <laughs> let's see what else do we have. Do not even bother. It's simply an awful movie. I caught it on TV recently and I felt compelled to switch the channel after watching 20 minutes of it. Hogan is a terrible actor and whoever wrote this film should be expelled from their union or whatever they have. The storyline mm -hmm. of the movie is incomprehensible and is hard to follow by anyone that is older than 12. My sister didn't seem to mind it though. A terrible movie. I've seen all of Hogan's films and he has not been able to come up with a decent effort in any of his movies. If... Ho if you Hogan as a main what? If you have Hogan as a main character in a movie, just stay away from it, and you'll be better for doing so. I couldn't believe my eyes and ears on how bad it is. 
Ah, uh, but in fairness, if you turn it off after 20 minutes, you're missing all the parts where it gets... <laughs> where, like, the story actually the starts. The story, like, ravels and it... <laughs> you know. Okay. The plot happens. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Watch out. He's got laughter and smiles. He, referring to Hulk Hogan, which I consider the America's Tor Johnson. Tor starred in many bad movies. So does Hulk. Both are very funny in each of their performances. In my opinion, Santa with Muscles is where all the fun and the laughs are. Hearing that, yeah, like, watch out, he's got a candy cane, makes me laugh until I cry. <laughs> and I laugh so much, I cry until I can do neither of those things anymore. That's the secret recipe for a great family holiday film. Laughs and glug clean family fun. None of that bad Santa stuff, please. The best holiday family film in the history of the universe. Let Santa with Muscles be the centerpiece of your entertainment next Christmas. Did Hulk Hogan write that? (laughs) Uh, 10 out of 10, a jolly good time. This film was one of the most underrated kid flicks of its time. Unfortunately, it came out at the same time as Jingle All the Way. Have we done Jingle All the Way? No, we were debating it as one of our options. Uh, maybe, maybe we should do Jingle All the Way. Finish on Jingle maybe All the Way. Maybe we should. What? What day? What? Do we have one more? We have one maybe more. We yeah. do, maybe we should just do Jingle All the Way as our last one. I was going to suggest that because we still can't find big, Die Hard. So. And he's a big muscly man. So he flies in that movie. He beats people up. I've never seen it. We might as well. <gasps> great. Okay. That's perfect. Because if it came out at the same time as this, then it'll be a great comparison. Excellent. Because I think that's what people oh, were doing. It's like the here. English leaving search. Contrast and compare. <laughs> compare, c- compare and contrast. <laughs> we, can both, we can both write an essay comparing and contrasting Santa with muscles and, and then we'll read the it out next week. And then we'll then read it out next week. The normal content. No, we'll just both read just out three page essays. <laughs> Um, so it did not get the proper attention it deserved watch for Santa with Muscles on Ted Turner's channels at the holiday season it is available for sale various places online as well this film is a light hearted sweet feel good film with a zany antagonist characters great sight gags and a happy ending that would delight little kids and adults as well it is a good film to catch Mila Kunis Adam Wiley and Aria Noel Curzon I butchered that I'm very sorry in a youngsters uh, as they have all gone on to bigger projects in their careers Ed Begley Jr Steve Valentine Don Stark Robin Curtis and Garrett Morris all give fun quirky performances that will keep you laughing and feeling like it is Christmas all year round Uh, okay I'm gonna end with this one because it's titled A Bit of Christmas Warmth Some Reviewers Should Get a Life it's 10 out of 10 Uh, this movie is not perfect but it flows is warm and funny and definitely has talented folks as well as being a happy ending movie in a world full of negative slasher flicks so I really do not know what the problem is with some of these reviewers people in the UK and Australia especially do you have nothing else to do there but sit around and pan movies in the most insulting way possible does it make you feel powerful and purposeful to try and be pithy and witty when you blast the hard work of others clearly your attempts at total blasting of this film is a case of those that can do and those that can't review we should that should be our tagline <laughs> oh my god it should those who can do and those review. that can't review welcome to christmas cracker <laughs> we review <laughs> um i am sure you get a kick out of doing this to most films you see but you miss the mark get a life no one is forcing you to watch any film so if you don't like this film move on there is a lot of talent in this film although maybe they did not have much to work with within the scope of the film the flicks kids for example have all been successful Mila Kunis of course on that 70s show with Santa co-star Don Stark Adam Wiley has starred on Broadway in Into the Woods and is guest starring on everything Aria Kazan was on Without a Trace on Christmas Day and I have seen her in a lot of things as well all talented same with adults all working much of the time Steve Valentine I see all over for example like I said this film may not be perfect but it is a cute family film with a silly but fun storyline and it is a heartwarming zany comedy that really is okay for kids no bad language in it and though a tad violent in moments it is still not gratuitous or graphic and there are good life messages to take from the film cute warm holiday movie rent it for your kidlets if you are a kind hearted person who likes happy endings and a bit of silly humour you will giggle and enjoy this film 
did enjoy that. That that seemed less of a review of the film and more of a review of the reviewers. Yeah, that's why I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that is <clears throat> our reviews for Santa with muscles. I don't think there's anything else major of interest. Okay. The original author's draft was changed so much that he sued to have his name removed. Ooh. Wow. Interesting. Uh, one of the executive producers is Jordan Belfort. Leonardo DiCaprio played him in The Wolf on Wall Street. Uh, this is Mila Kunis, Brenda Song, and Jennifer Paz's feature film debut. Hmm. Um, and there are all the interesting facts associated with the movie. That's it. Nice. Those were interesting facts. Um, so yeah, without further ado, Sam, if you're ready, I I'm always ready to take it away with Santa with muscles. Woo. I'm always ready to tear a film apart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now I have to say, of the action films we've watched, I felt like this was the most actiony and the most Christmassy combined. There was, yeah, there was a fair... There was more action in it than I actually thought there was going to it be. Was the, I think it's the most balanced action Christmas film we've had. Because yeah, the others had mentions of fleeting Christmas. I also was... enjoyed that it was an action movie without guns. Now, I understand. Mm, yeah. I understand that a lot of action movies do have guns. and yeah. gun. Like, well, I get it. Was, it, I get it was it. alluded to in parts. Yeah, but it was refreshing to just not have someone turn around a corner and just be like shitty shitty bang bang you're dead like this that didn't happen shitty shitty bang bang it's coming out yeah shitty shitty bang bang you're dead <laughs> <laughs> did you not know I'm writing the screenplay I'm gonna bring it to uh, Andrew oh, Lloyd Webber in a couple of weeks amazing hey Andy good shame hey Andy, Andy. <laughs> I know you're like maybe, do, maybe don't open with that <laughs> I know you're working like Harry Fletcher and like you know brutally assaulting the story of Cinderella for like the 50th time this year but like would you mind like looking at my screenplay for Shoo Shooty Bang Bang yeah thanks I'd maybe revise your opening pitch but I think the idea is solid <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay okay this movie <laughs> opens and I my first note is that the opening sequence is like a horror film yeah oh my god it opened and I was like crap we should have kept this for October I was like please don't tell me it's horror but then it continued and I was like oh that's not it's like someone the wrong vibe entirely it's like they hired someone to do the opening without telling them what the movie was (laughs) got the opening and was like great and that other that other person was like okay well I'm not gonna work on this project anymore so I goodbye it's just so weird it didn't fit it was like really eerie music and I was just but like the it was like like the opening credits with like names and stuff and yeah. they were all it looked like they were like written in blood yeah and I was like real weird I was not it I was, was very like, strange oh no um and then we have so we learn quickly so a little girl starts writing a letter and then we get the voiceover of Expedition and she's writing to Santa um and she says that so she lives in an orphanage and the orphanage is going to close down Mr. Frost is trying to steal it. Nice little nod, calling him Mr. Frost. Common enough in a Christmas film. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the like expositional bit where you're like, okay, well, this is going to be relevant to the plot. She's basically asking Santa to swing by and save the orphanage. Um, and then it cuts to this guy who's like chilling in a mansion, and this dude just comes up and attacks him, and you're like, whoa, and they fight terribly really badly for ages that fight scene went on for so long it's so long but then it. like so he knocks out the first guy and you're like okay random and then he fights a chef a gardener mm-hmm. and a, a cleaner I've put cleaner but they wasn't very clear they all have really like gimmicky outfits on like like really like, like think like store yeah, like think chef. stereotypical That's chef. Yeah, with the hat and, and the whites. Like a chauffeur and a sommelier, I've written, but I don't know if that's too highbrow. Maybe that's not. What a they sommelier, were like a wine person. Yeah. 
I don't could, think he was a sommelier. I think he came out with like a wine I think tray. He was, I think he was just like his butler slash personal assistant. Oh, butler is a good word. I couldn't. I was I like, think he was his butler. Gardner cleaner. I don't think he was his personal sommelier. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can blame me for being that confused no, at this opening part no. though. Where I was no, like, you. where's this guy coming from? Yeah. Um, and so he, he beats up all of these men. And then the plot twist is that they all work for him. And this is like bum, a bum, little bum. thing they do. And then he like he rattles off a bunch of like rules that he has with his staff. And then he's like, oh, where would we be without rules? What would we have then? And one of them, <laughs> the staff is like, fun. Fun. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's just like not a great guy, basically, is the vibe we're getting here. He likes to play with, like, as in play these like wrestling games with the staff. And I don't feel like it's a hundred percent consensual. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit weird. They're not having as much fun as he is, and he also has this weird like brand of like all these different food stuffs and health. It's n- never actually fully explained who he is or no, why he's this important. This is how he has his like millions, I think. Um, yeah, but it's not really explained. No, it's not because it's not ever. important. It's just assumed that he's a man with a lot of money and has a brand. He, yeah. We just need to know he has money now so that the ending can make sense. True, true, um, true. And then he decides to take all the staff paintballing. Did you... Oh. It's not a staff that he takes. It's some friends. Oh, yeah, sorry. He's going some to friends yeah. arrive. Um, also, did you notice that the mansion has absolutely no furniture in it on the inside? To the point where the sound is echoey because there's it's physically nothing echoey. else in there. It's just marble. I so they obviously rented this audio. house to film in it, mm. but didn't dress it because they don't. The only shot inside is the front yeah. foyer. They don't actually go anywhere else. No. I uh, that, yeah, I just it, was it was a very. Funny. I just, I just honestly presumed it was like an empty clubhouse thing. <laughs> no, I think it's his house. Fair. Um. I, oh no, but I mean, I thought the the set. Oh, like, sorry. Yeah. That's what it was meant to be. Oh, uh, it was purposeful. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so he he goes paintballing, um, and as they're driving to go paintballing, or as they're coming back, I wasn't paying that much attention. Um, some guards going. decide going. to chase them because they've spotted the guns and they think they're real guns, and I think they were probably speeding as well, and there was just a lot going on. Um, and rather than pull over to the side and explain that they are paintballing um, Hulk decides to like run speed up <laughs> and like, run, from, like, run from the feds throw all this like food processed stuff at them that he's got in the trunk and like I, I don't, it's very strange he, d- he basically decides to do a, a chase like a, for no reason for no like, no reason it doesn't make any sense this whole opening sequence is just bonkers to be honest oh it's because it's one of his rules or something like never give up or never yeah, but that's something stupid oh yeah <laughs> um so that's that's what so they do that um and then at the same time we're like getting these like intercutted scenes of like a mall that's doing like an opening and there's no Santa and there's a long line and this woman is like where's Santa and nobody can find him and she offers the elves who were there like 50 quid to the first elf who can bring her a Santa um, so there, there's like all these like intercutted scenes because he's like missing then there's like also an intercutted scene where we meet Frost and he like tortures someone by like it's- hanging them upside down it's so confusing so bizarre we're we're in this field like a garden <laughs> yeah the sets are this, wild with this man in a lab coat mm-hmm. this businessman in a suit hanging by his feet and he oh no sorry just before that one of the elves is on the phone with the scientist mm-hmm. guy yeah and he's saying how he owes him money and he's like I'll get it I'll get it I'll get it whatever and then it cuts to the scientist guy hanging up the phone and talking to this guy who's hanging by his feet. And I'm like, oh my god, like is this drug? Like what's going on here? And the guy in the fit, the guy in the suit just turns around and he's like, I'll never sell my shoe shop. Yeah. My shoe shop. And so it turns out that Frost basically wants to buy up the entire town. But like, so he ends up torturing this guy. But also, it's like this is 1996 and they've somehow invented Zoom. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically a chair with this yeah. big, like, think 1996, like this big TV, TV with no video camera. player at the bottom like <laughs> yeah no camera no microphone and yet he's able to talk to this guy who's yeah. hanging upside down uh it's also never really explained who this frost guy is really mm-hmm. all we know is that he's the big baddie of yeah. the town it's not really explained what he does what he wants we know what he wants by the literal last five minutes of the movie and but up then, until then stupid yeah but up until then I'm like this doesn't make any like what's no. going on I also have I also have a massive plot point flaw for the end oh amazing which I don't know you you might bring it up yourself but like Will I was sat there the whole time being like what the f- this may are you kidding um but yeah that's that's where we're at mm-hmm. so yeah there's a lot going on in this sequence then it cuts back to the the mall and Hulk sorry I keep calling him Hulk he's called Blake in the film I think or Blaine or something but he, <laughs> I refer to him as Santa as soon as this point happens. That's he decides to dress as Santa. So he, he goes into the mall to avoid oh, yeah. the cops. He, run, he, he, ju- he jumps out of the car. Yeah. And runs into the mall. And yeah. And then he, he finds a Santa costume and he puts it on. And then he talks to the cops and he's like, oh, oh I'm Santa. And you're like, haha. <laughs> um, and then they realize they're like, wait a second. And then he kind of does another run to hide from them. And so then he hides in like a trash chute um, where his hands are so clearly gripping over the side. And if they looked at all, they would see his fingers because it's not a, a, a secretive hiding spot. Like it's very obvious. Um, and so he thinks he's gotten away with it because the guards walk on. Um, but on another level above him, there's a man who's throwing out some trash and he throws out like a heavy ceramic Santa which knocks Blake and so he falls down the trash compactor uh, <laughs> and he's now got a knock on his head and I'm like oh well I'm I'm betting he's not going to remember anything that's happened amnesia, recently amnesia. <laughs> um, and then the elf who was on the phone finds him uh, takes his wallet and he's like oh my god it's Blake the businessman who has all the money amazing and yeah, he knows <laughs> he literally just says the man with the money yeah essentially he opens the wallet and he's like no way Blake to blah, blah, blah. <laughs> this is yeah. not gonna make my fortune <laughs> yeah um, and so he he like steals the wallet and then Santa wakes up but he has a concussion and so he doesn't remember his name and the elf is like you're Santa and he's like are you sure and he's like uh huh mm-hmm. don't ask too many questions and he's like come on we better get up to the mall and do the Santa stuff and I, I'm not clear why Lenny at this point Lenny is the elf by the way I'm not sure at this point why Lenny decides to stick with him I know he needs more money but he's gotten quite a considerable amount from the wallet yeah considering he's going to take his wallet you think he wouldn't care about the extra 50 bucks from his manager yeah it just seemed like a weird thing so he, now he does get that extra 50 bucks and you then have a nice, a, a, quite a cute montage of Santa doing Santa things. Like, yeah, he's like talking to kids and actually and listening it's to very what nice. Say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a decent mall Santa as well. A bit confused, I'll give him that, but like, is is generally fine. And then there's this kid who sees these guys like robbing one of those, you know, those charity things that are always at the airport where you put in like a euro and it spins around, mm-hmm. and they're like trying to rob that. And the kid's like, I'm going to tell Santa. And they're like, oh, yeah, what's Santa going to do about it? And the kid, like, screams for Santa. And Santa, like, beats up the two lads, essentially. He literally, without any hesitation... So he <laughs> apparently has no idea who he is, right? Yeah. And without any hesitation, he stands up and he's like, Santa will be back. He's just got to do something. Yeah. And then walks over to the lads and he's like, not Somebody's today, boys. Naughty. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, boom, 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 pow. And I'm like, you don't know who you are. How did you know you could do that? It's wild. Um, and so all that's happening. Um, and then... This oh, is where the plot failures start. <laughs> this this is where they start? <laughs> so they started with the opening scene of the little girl. <laughs> Um, now they also um, just FYI um, at the end of this like section it cuts back to evil dude and the guy sells his shoe shop to him 
And he's like, haha, now I just need the orphanage. Oh, oh yeah, also, sorry, I uh, forgot to mention that the Frost guy has, like, these really B-rated evil villain sidekicks yeah. that all look like sidekicks from, like, the Power Rangers or something. I've it's like named them Ice Cream Evil Dudes. Excellent. <laughs> they, it looks like they were all given ten bucks... To go buy a costume. To, to go to the dollar store <laughs> or fucking something yeah. and to go make a full costume out of whatever they could find for ten dollars mm-hmm. yeah their costumes are horrific it's very bad it reminds me of like stage school like you know when your school put on a show at christmas yeah when your parents it's made costumes re- like their costumes are so bad Not like the woman is one quality. step away from just wearing tinfoil yeah yeah but even the scientist coat like is just yeah. You can tell the quality is horrific on it, like. <laughs> um, it's comical. comical. Yeah, and but then, so, people are all going towards the orphanage, and these evil ice cream dudes are there. Um, and they, they try and run the man down. So the, there's this man who works in the orphanage, and he's trying to protect the orphanage, and he's like, no, no, no. And he stands in front of their, their van, and they're probably going to run him down. But Santa sees it um, in time, and so he stops... The van, he like lassos it or something. I can't remember. There was something attached to it, and he's like, pulls, yeah, he pulls it back. He basically. pulls it back, um, and so they go away, and then the orphanage is like, oh, thank you for saving our buddy. Um, come in and have dinner. And Lenny's like, no, we gotta go. And Santa's like, we can have dinner. <laughs> we should have dinner. Dinner sounds great. Yeah. So they go for dinner, um, and now what we're told is all because there is only three kids in this orphanage kids in the whole orphanage but what we learn here is that um everywhere is shutting down and mr frost is probably going to get them out soon um and so they've they have found homes for all the other kids and these three ones are the leftovers nobody would take them see but you're telling me you only have three kids and there's no other orphanages nearby yeah this is the yeah you're like surely like people kids get moved around the foster care system or just the care system in general mm-hmm. so much that I'm like you're t- you managed to get rid of all of the kids in your orphanage apart from three apart from three and I'm pretty sure there's like emergency systems in place for when this yeah, happens like... it's just it, it doesn't make any it just doesn't make any sense but like the, that this is the main plot point of the movie and it makes no sense it is yeah um and then they are invited to stay the night and so they agree um um and the the little girl is like buzzing about santa being there and then in the morning santa comes down with no beard on and she's like whoa and he's like oh shaved mrs claus says it's tickly and he's like he's very quick on it for somebody with yeah. concussion and doesn't fully understand what's going yeah. on because mm-hmm. he's like surely like Lenny's told him he's Santa and he's like okay I believe you but like he must know that he doesn't have a wife who said that to him at the same time you know it feels yeah. a bit strange <laughs> um, but it's it's cute and then um, Lenny as well is like sitting at the breakfast table um, and then spots that one of Blake's cereals is like on the breakfast table and because he doesn't want anyone to recognise Blake or Santa as Blake, he like takes the cereal and like pours all his like pours it all over his eggs. And he's like, yeah, yeah, this is this is this. Is, you should try it. You can't not with this box though, because this one's empty. I'm so sorry. And he's like folding it up. And it's just really. I'm like, it's one of those things that nobody would have noticed if you just left it. No, there. if you hadn't done the it. The fact yeah. that you've like gone at it <laughs> has made yeah. it so clear that something is up. Um. And like also like Santa drinks milk. Um and he's like, You love milk and he's like, Do I? And he's like, Okay. And he has milk and then the elf is like looking because he, he he sees the thumbprint. Sorry, I don't think I mentioned that scene. No. <laughs> so in this movie there's these weird futuristic ATMs. ATMs that talk to you where you need your thumbprint to access your card. Mm-hmm. Um, so this elf dude who has stolen Hulk Hogan's cards 
can't access it, access them because he Without needs thumb print. Mm-hmm. So he sees that he's taken a glass of milk. So he takes the glass and then brings that to the ATM, rolls the glass over this scanner thing, mm-hmm. which, by the way, is not how you do it. You get a piece of sellotape mm-hmm. and you put that over it and then that transfers onto the sellotape and then you can put that on the scanner. You don't just roll the glass over it. Jesus Christ. Um... And then the ATM lady speaks back to him and says, that was your right thumbprint. Can you please insert your left thumbprint? And I'm like, what the fuck? My phone isn't even that fickle. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, so when he, when he sees the glass, he's like, oh, amazing. I've got the thumbprint. He's all excited. Because, yeah, he went to the ATM earlier and he couldn't put it in the card. So he was panicking. And this is why he's still hanging around with Santa. I didn't make that clear. I apologize. Um, before he leaves, though, um, to go to that ATM, there is a brief scene where um, the little girl from the start explains the Santa rules to Santa. And that's quite a cute moment where she's like being good all year round instead of just being good at Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's a sweet section of the film. Um, to be honest, it's a good it's a good life lesson. Be yeah. as nice all year round as you are at Christmas. I was like, that is. Yeah. Speak the truth, little girl. Speak cute, it. Cute. Suitable for a Christmas film. Sounds nice. Um, and then Mila Kunis also just revamps the costumes that Santa yeah. and the elves were wearing. She's a fashion whiz. She's like a seamstress in her spare time. And so she like um, makes the costume more suitable for the Santa with muscles um, guy. Um, persona. persona. Thank you. I was like, vibe. What's the word? <laughs> Um, uh, and like it's again it's really cute he's like wow you're so talented like he's you know not Hulk Hogan but this guy seems nice (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know not very unreasonable he's like he's got a good sense of of like social cues considering he has concussion and isn't supposed to know what's going on yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) he knows how to be nice to the kids (laughs) um, and not make them feel bad so that's that's something I guess Um, because even they said it to him as well they were like we know you're not Santa like she's too young to understand but like we get it you know but he's still as like nice and puts on the show for them as well Um, when the elf needs um, the other thumbprint he goes to the ATM at this point he is then kidnapped by the evil science dudes as well oh yes Um, yes so that's problematic. Um, and then, oh yeah. Then I've, uh, my next, my next line is that Santa won't leave the orphanage because he's like, oh no, they need us here. So the evil dudes say to Lenny, they're like, get him out of there. He's causing trouble for us because he stopped the car from murdering the guys. Oh yeah, he brought attention to the orphanage by stopping a murder. Yeah. And so now everyone's looking at the orphanage so it's going to make it more difficult to obtain it. Exactly. So he's like, get him away from there. But Santa's like, no, they need me. I have a feeling. Um, And then he goes and he talks to the little kid again. Um, And they have quite a nice chat about parenthood. But also they go to the church or the chapel or whatever it is. But that's because so that's that what the orphanage the... is connected to or something but that's so that we can see that there's like these little like glimmering Magic. lights that they claim are the fairies and mm-hmm. that's why um, it's such a nice place and it's um, they then they, they have they have a little sing song which I actually thought was really sweet yeah it was because he's like, like she's singing a song and he's like let's sing that song again and she's like do you know the words and he's like nope but I'll pick but it up. Start me off, yeah. And it's like it's cute, like you know. He's not like no, I don't, I don't know the words. I'm sorry, kid. You know, like it's yeah. Actually, it's actually, no, it's, it's cute. It's quite sweet. This film, which is surprising to be honest. Um, but then the evil guys fire a statue through the window. Um, and Santa goes and like fights them. He's like, I'll take care of this, guys. And he like goes out and he fights all the evil dudes again. Um, and when they come back in everyone's cheering but then they realise one of the kids is missing and they're like oh my god where's Taylor ah oh no we lost Taylor Um, and then Santa spots his like um, headphones his Walkman (laughs) almost 
um, on the garden and he's like I think I know where he's gone and I'm like you don't like this is like we all know where he's gone but like headphones on a grass gives is not a clue like he clearly dropped them wherever he was going um, but so he's like Lenny come on let's you and me we're going on a mission uh, we're going to bring back Taylor and he, they head off to the like evil mansion and basically Taylor bless him the poor little kid he was going to smash the windows um, to copy Santa and to protect the orphanage and there's another really nice and quite teachable moment where Santa's like I'm only tough when I have to be it was to protect you guys it's not it's not senseless violence I'm performing it's uh, <laughs> now his logic is, is slightly flawed I'm aware but the message is nice <laughs> yeah no yeah you know? absolutely yeah. um so that like and it, again it's quite cute that Taylor was like oh I'm gonna go off I'm gonna protect my tribe you know and go and smash in their window see how they like it you know <laughs> it's nice. so but at that point as well they also see Frost and the evil dudes like arguing about what's happening um, and mention like a vault in the orphanage and that's what they're after and so he goes back to the orphanage and he's like they were talking about a vault and they're like oh yeah there's a vault yeah it's, it's down in the basement <laughs> and he's like okay well, do you know what's in there and they're like no no we've never been able to open it but we've got the first three codes never explain how <laughs> no never explain how they cracked it but he's like no I was going to ask you I was like is that meant because I'm not gonna lie I watched it at, like a sped up pace mm. um but as that happened, I was like, oh man, I must have missed that bit. Do no, they never explain how they know how to get so. in? I think they just Jesus messed around with it as kids. It's like. mad. I so, know it's mad. <laughs> they're like, oh, we used to play down there when we were little. Like, that was our little, like, den, essentially. And so they go, he's like, show me. So they go down into the basement. And there's, a, like, it, there's actually quite a long scene of them, like, walking down as well. That's like, there's so many shots of them just walking like we don't yeah. need oh, so unnecessary we don't like. need the journey <laughs> um, and when they get to the vault his initials are on it like carved in and he's like huh and then each kid goes up and takes a turn like spinning the wheel to like bring it to a number and that's the number that they know and I was like again if you were like we cracked it one person knows all of it we don't need each of you to yeah. walk up individually <laughs> and do your dramatic rendition like it's fine <laughs> Um, and they're like and that's as far as we've got and he's like huh let me try and he gets up and he like puts his hands on the like spinny bit I don't know what they're called um, and it all just comes flooding back to him and he like spins it around loads um, and he starts spouting off all the numbers and the vault cracks open um, and they go in and I was like my next note is what the fuck is this glowing thing because <laughs> it's so bad they're yeah, like, it's yeah. They're like, would you call this like CGI or like? Yeah, I it... I don't even know if it's CGI because there's a couple of moments in this movie where I'm like, that looks terrible, but I also don't think it's CGI. <laughs> yeah. So there's some sort of effect anyway, where they walk into this like golden chamber that has all these like glowing rocks in them, but they're crystals, um, and apparently this is in what's making the windows glow at night. It, are these crystals? Um, and then one of the, the kids is like oh I know about these crystals they conduct electricity we should probably leave gently and they're like okay and they do <laughs> and he's like oh I wonder why Frost wants all these and it's because they're worth a lot of money and he's like well that makes sense but how did he know he was? they were in there and then he's like how did I know how to open the safe and it's all a big confusion at this point and then it almost does turn into a horror film because the evil dude is in the house. He like jump scares you almost. Yeah. Like, oh shit. <laughs> You're like, oh, that was a lot. Um, and then they fight, but they have a really dramatic fight where they like, again, proper like action movie, like end up on the rooftop um, and Santa falls off the roof. And I'm like, oh, well, this is gonna, this is gonna cause him to remember everything. But as he falls from the roof, he also falls into a dump truck and because he's knocked out it drives away and so he's just gone and you're like oh shit <laughs> now, now it's gonna happen <laughs> um, 
So he wakes up. I have to say, after this scene, I was a bit lost. I was like, I yeah. I actually am not sure what movie I'm watching anymore. That's, that's fair. We don't have any <laughs> notes left as well, but it's, it all happens. I the like movie... It goes the quick. Last, the last... I think the last 40 minutes of the movie, not that much actually happens. No. No. It's just... Ra- but it is wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Quickly, but also not quickly. Yeah, it's a, there's a lot of faff. Um... But he so he wakes up in his Santa outfit, and he's like, "Oh, what a horrible dream!" And then he sees his outfit, and he's like, "Oh, <laughs> what's going on?" And his butler is like, "Oh, this dude rang us. He found you in his truck. It must have been a wild night." Um, and Santa has all these memories and says that he wants to like ring the orphanage. He's like, "Wait, no, I know something's going on," and so he tries to ring the orphanage. Um, because he feels bad because he let them down and then when he rings you just hear the voice of I think her name was Sarah I didn't write down her name which is awful but um, (laughs) names were never my strong point in these notes are they Um, (laughs) but you hear her voice and she essentially is like I can't believe you left us like how could you do that we needed you go fuck yourself we don't want to hear from you again and so he's all deflated and then you it cuts to them where they're like playing like voice clips uh the evil dudes so it's not actually her at all and they have the entire like orphanage rounded up and all these guys are like kidnapped essentially so confusing it's I'm so bit, confused yeah. <laughs> um yeah it's it, it is it is strange um then uh oh i don't know what that says oh yeah the kids in the orphanage are sad because they miss santa a brief chat that they have excuse me and then the evil gang arrive at the (laughs) sorry I've just realised that clearly I was having a sleepy moment here because my note says the evil gang arrive at the nursing home (laughs) the nursing home the orphanage Sam (laughs) not the orphanage no Sam the nursing home (laughs) right I've written the sequel already um so they arrive at the orphanage um and then they're like, oh, just like leave the kids, go, you know, it's fine. You've got us, like, don't, like the the um, carers. They're like, oh, just leave the kids, go, like, they're no use to you. And Mr. Frost is like, but who is going to mine the crystals? And so he like puts these little like herd hats on them. And basically they're going to like be miners essentially now. It's so like, that's so dramatic. I don't think you yeah. can do that. Um, and then at that point as well they also because Lenny's still there Lenny the elf and they find out that Lenny betrayed them because Frost is like thanks for giving us the heads up Lenny and they're all like Lenny (laughs) 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 and he's like I'm sorry yeah big goof yeah because he's like grown a conscience in the last 20 minutes as well and he's like I'm so sorry guys (laughs) you don't know what he's like Um, and so they're, they're not too happy about that Blake, meanwhile, is no longer Santa and he's sitting at home all sad and the chef comes up and try and does that thing to like start that fight that we saw at the start. Uh, it's all full circle. But he's too, he's too sad. And even <laughs> the chef is like, oh, this is awful. Boss has never been too sad to beat me up before. Like, oh, <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> and so then Lenny the elf rings Blake and he's like, Blake, you gotta help us out. Like, he's got the kids. They're gonna be minors now. It's it's all going wrong. The orphanage is screwed. Like, you gotta help. And so Blake grows all this confidence now, um, and like rallies up his staff. And he's like, Come on, guys, we can do it together. Um, and so they drive off to do that. And the police are involved again, so that we have that car chase. And they do all the crazy stuff that they did again at the start to try and like deter the well not deter but to throw off the police they like throw food at him um but then the police surround him with a really dramatic gun like a proper like i don't know what it's called but like fires it's dramatic it's dramatic essentially it's too too dramatic for this movie too dramatic and blake avoids them but then like he fires that gun and it hits the wrong car and I was like, holy crap, you were proper going to blow him up. Like, you weren't, like, you weren't taking him in. Like, you were killing him. Which is yeah. just, 
again, I feel like I say it all the time, but America's wild sometimes. (laughs) Too wild. It's a bit much. Um, And so then he breaks into the orphanage um, and he's like, again, it's, it's this whole action sequence of him like sneaking around and like knocking out these like individual guys at their post and then he finds the kids and he saves the kids and he tells them that he that he's not Santa and they're like that's okay we knew that but you like you're still here for us and that's the most important thing and then the kids start helping out in the attack um and it becomes very Scooby Doo like in this whole yeah. sequence it's very much like tripping people with wire like Home Alone Scooby Doo vibes throughout the whole thing um there's more fighting. Um, between Santa and the tinfoil lady and she's like oh you wouldn't hit a woman would you and then Letty appears and is like no but I would and tips this like bucket of water over her which because her whole thing is like electricity like shocks her because <laughs> um, she is made of tinfoil yeah okay. <laughs> um, and there's that and then Blake starts having a conversation with the dude from the orphanage I can't remember his name either he's the dude that nearly got run over um, and he's like don't you remember you grew up here isn't it coming back to you and I was like why didn't you mention that at any point prior to this because <laughs> he's like so long he like pats him and he's like I'm glad to see you've done something good with your life kind of thing and yeah. your man's like what what are you talking about like it's so bizarre I was like that. what a plot twist and he's like and look to the boy on your left that's Frost and it's like, whoa, this is like way too dramatic to be adding Mind in explode. with like 10 minutes left of the film. Like, hang on. Like, we could have had a whole like unraveling here of like <laughs> evil brothers that didn't realize, you know, like it's. <laughs> it's yeah, sh- it just, yeah. They like, it. I, that was put in for shock value and adds no substance to the film. <laughs> no, uh, but I was shocked. I was that. shocked, so they worked. <laughs> um,. So you're like, oh, wow. Um, at one point then, that lady who I think is called Sarah, but I could have completely made up that name, she's in the kitchen and the evil scientist dude starts like flirting with her. I was like, whoa, this is taking a turn. He's like, oh, we're finally alone. I'm like, oh, I don't like where this is leading at all. And so she like flirts back with him so that they can trip him into the freezer. But still, weird vibes. Yeah. <laughs> Very strange to have thrown that in. Um, and so then they all like run down to the cave and they start fighting with Frost um, and they're fighting and then the crystals are like vibrating because there's so much going on and there's a whole ruckus and everyone's like we gotta get out the cave's gonna blow and at one point they knock off Frost wears a suit but I'm like they knock it off and I'm like were you wearing that for the cave because then you've also never been in like a place with any because at one point they like clear they like kick down a door and then like spray the whole place down and then he comes in and they're like we've cleaned the area boss so I'm like is he like a massive germaphobe as well and that's like some weird down yeah plot. because that's why your man does... hands him a piece of paper at the start of the movie and he's like have you sanitized that and sprays this shit on he's like do you know how many germs could live on one yeah. piece of paper but it's like when the suit goes off I was expecting him to have more of a panic attack about it then and he just doesn't. No, he then freaks out that he doesn't have like any um Crystals. Like, air to breathe or something. Oh yeah, I it confused me because I was like, I thought this is why you did all your torturing via Zoom. Um, it was, <laughs> I was like, this is very nineteen ninety six Zoom. <laughs> it's just all very strange. Um, and then they're like, the cave is gonna blow. Um, and so they all start scurrying out of it, except Frost is like unwilling to let go. And Blake's like, come on, man. Don't, like, die for this. You don't need to. Like, it's all G. Um, but he can't He can't get him out of the cave. Um, and he's like, come on. And so, the or- like, so he leaves. And the orphanage blows up. Like, proper, like, the the set explosion is the one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Uh, now, that, I think, isn't CGI. But I think it's a small model of the building that they, like, collect. Doesn't it feel like that? I was like, it feels very, like... Yeah. Terrible altogether. It has to be. It has to be. Because it makes no sense. And then the cops arrive as well. And they, they like, start... And the news arrives that had filmed the orphanage. Brenda Song. Brenda Song arrives. (laughs) And they start, like, 
taking out all the bad guys in all their various different like almost like you know in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory where all the kids come out in the way that they left oh yeah and they're rolled out (laughs) it's like the tinfoil lady is like shocked out and one of the frozen guys like wheeled out in one of those like cherry picker things it's like just it's very it's very funny um and yeah basically they're kind of like oh well now what do we do and where do we live and how do we go about the rest of our life and he's like you guys are my family and so they all just go and live in the mansion (laughs) yeah they're like oh but the orphanage it's collapsed what do we do and he's like I have an idea and then they all live in the mansion and they all live happily ever after yeah pretty much now my question is why did he have to knock down the orphanage to get at the crystals. I, I don't know. So like the main the main aim of this game mm-hmm. was to take over the whole town. Yeah. See that's the bit I get don't get. Why do these you have to take over the rest of the village? Like are there actual the, like, are, is there actually crystals underneath the whole town? Potentially. That's not explained. It's not. Um but also once he realizes that there's a, literally a whole mind pathway down to the crystals why isn't he just like buying one place I'm taking these crystals goodbye yeah if you don't let me take them I'll kill you why does he have to be like I'm going to like blow up the orphan it doesn't make any sense that's my big plot hole that I mentioned at the start like it just doesn't make any I don't think he's gonna blow up the orphanage I think it's that the crystals were conveying so much energy no, 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 I know the orphanage does blow up. Yeah. But his main aim is to take everything and, mm-hmm. like, sell it. Demolish it. Yeah. Well, mm, I think he was just buying everything up. I thought he, I thought he, like, wanted to, like, knock it down. Bulldoze. I think that's just every other Christmas film. Where they're gonna, like, build a mall and ruin all the small <sighs> shops. Maybe. Potentially, like I wasn't paying Square. that much attention. We should watch that one again. That's not this movie. Uh, yeah. How many so crackers would you give it, Sam? I'm so I'm conflicted. Okay, I think the sets are horrific. Correct. I uh, I think the the costume is is just awful. Yes, and I think the the staging, like for for a film that has put a pro wrestler into it, the fight scenes are terrible. So clearly, they didn't have good stunt people, or prop people, or any sort of people working on this show <laughs> at all. But at the same time, there were quite a few moments where I was charmed by the film. Like, not all of the script is great. And not all of the acting is strong. But there was definitely moments like the one where they're in the church and they're doing the sing song and even the montage of him doing the Santa stuff at the mall. I think is quite cute and I think there was the bones of a good story there with the idea mm-hmm. of this guy thinking he was Santa, mm-hmm. forgetting that he was this big evil tycoon. I think that's quite a clever storyline. I just think if they got if they stripped this B plot crystal thing and evil tycoon scientist man <laughs> with terrible props because <laughs> like it it turns it almost like uh, not spacey but it turns almost sci-fi at parts mm-hmm. with some of the props that come out of it and I don't enjoy that at all but of the three movies that we've watched for action month despite that this is arguably the worst it's the one I've enjoyed the most. Okay. <laughs> it's because it's the one that had the most blatant Christmas in it. I think so. I think so. So technically it should go higher. Technically it should be a three. But I can't do that in my heart. So I'm going to okay, go so giving it a 2.5. Two. Oh, okay. 2.5. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a one. Wow. A one is the fact that it's a Christmas movie. Oh, wow. Harsher uh, than I... I expected you to be, Kate. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I just thought it was so fucking stupid. It, w- it was. Like, 
it was too stupid for me. I think it was like there's like there's like funny, stupid cult classic, shitty yeah. vibe. Everyone, la- this is just shit. Were I you just not didn't charmed it. by it at all at any point? No. Oh wow, I was. I was like every at every time someone spoke, I was like. Bleh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, um, that's not good. I feel like I would I would really like to rewrite this personally. Oh, I think it could have been a lot better. Yeah, I just like I I would love to strip it of all the terrible thing and keep that Santa being evil not realizing he's evil as a I bet other films have done it. I've just not kind of seen it before. Um and as always we ask you guys on Instagram what oh, yeah. you think. Did you bring that uh, up already cuz I didn't? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, so, Steve Burke says, looks a bit mad. Looking forward to the podcast. Thank you. Well, hope you enjoyed it. Sister <laughs> uh, Great said, where are you finding these? I have never heard of this. <laughs> I found this because Brian told me about it. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Love you, <laughs> doll. Thanks for this. <laughs> that's, that's where I found this one. <laughs> um, and I think I speak for the both of us when I say this definitely would not be the big, big movie. No. <laughs> no. 100% negative. Um, so other than that, I think that's pretty much it. Anything else to say to the people, Sam? No. No? no. Great. I don't think, I was uh, to next think week, clever. we're going to do Jingle All The Way because Ooh. I believe now that uh, we have to do Jingle All, all the, way. the Way after this. Oh, what fun is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey! I hope you enjoy Jingle All The Way. It's a very cult classic-y Christmas movie. It'll be fun. I didn't realise it was so old. I thought it was like yeah. new. No, 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 yeah. Because I, I heard old. a lot about it recently, so I thought it was like... On the, on the older side. Relatively um, new. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Have a great week. And we'll see you next Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.